The ups and downs of New Zealand's leadership. She shut down and locked down our country. No, we didn't want to do it, but she got the country behind it. It's what Amanda Gillies said of Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Much of what happened when New Zealand went into alert level four was, as the Prime Minister said, a team effort. She first gained the support of all members of Parliament, though the situation in China and Italy and 180 countries that had the spread of disease scared the living daylights out of all of us. We were willing to stop coronavirus and its tracks with a lockdown if that was what the Prime Minister thought was needed. And it worked. Six new cases today, 20 deaths, 1485 cases, 1263 recovered. The past week has seen new daily cases in single digits. The Prime Minister, the Director General of Health, Ashley Bloomfield, Finance and Sports Minister Grant Robertson, the recently retired Police Commissioner Mike Bush and new Police Commissioner Andrew Costa have been the most visible spokesmen throughout the past five weeks, though since we have gone into Level 3, Deputy Prime Minister Winston Peters and Shane Jones have made an appearance. There has been much to admire in the way the Prime Minister and the Director-General have fronted the daily press conferences and kept the country updated. The Prime Minister gained international admiration for her thoughtful, decisive and compassionate leadership. Unsurprisingly, those same traits have brought out her critics, most of whom are from the old boys club that failed to see the steel beneath her politeness. Jacinda Ardern is a level-headed woman. Daughter of a policeman, she is open to advice from others, but cannot please her critics. Nor should she try to. Some have said that the country was ill-prepared for the pandemic, and yet New Zealand is the envy of many other countries who had more resources than we did. Mistakes will occur, though detractors should not be so keen to jump on them so quickly. There are three issues in the news currently that have grabbed the headlines. A miscommunication between frontline medical services and the government, which has stated every day that there were sufficient flu shots available for everyone, when medical centres and GPs have been saying for weeks that there were not. Consequently, nurses and doctors have been abused by the public for not supplying immunisation. 
Today the government finally acknowledged that there was a shortage and that more would be available next month. Police Commissioner Costa has been taken to task by opposition leader Simon Bridges about his statement that police would be standing alongside community-led roadblocks. Bridges asked why police were assisting them when non-police roadblocks were illegal. Police preferred to warn and advise the public and were content to let the community assist with roadblocks while police watched from the side. A policeman was called away to an incident and left a roadblock for two hours before returning. This incident was called into dispute as it left the site without a police presence. The third issue was how the business community is suffering with the effects of an economic recession. Ex-Prime Minister Sir John Key joined with others in criticising the government for not ending Level 3 sooner and moving into a more lenient and open for business Level 2. Whatever issues the country may have, the pandemic is unpredictable and New Zealand is evolving under ever-changing conditions. The situation, though, is not dire. In fact, now that coronavirus is well-contained, the more vocal older MPs are emerging from their safe havens and stepping into the political fray again. Ah, well. Life might be returning to normal more quickly.